blame the shame, reframe and reclaim your domain. Wow, becoming a bit of a poet now. What's all that about? So I've been talking a lot about shame on this 12-week challenge and I thought, well, maybe I should define for myself what shame is. What, What am I dealing with here? So if anxiety is too much of the revving up of the nervous system, you know, the the, the fight and flight system, the emergency sympathetic nervous system, then shame is a little bit of the opposite. It's kind of too much shutting down. Um, it's it's what causes us to to feel not good enough. You know, it's that kind of wanting to hide, wanting to escape, not feeling that I'm up to it. And we also have like the sibling of shame, which is guilt. So what's the difference between shame and guilt? Well, you've got to understand that shame and guilt also have a good reason for being there, right? It's kind of trying to help us. It's trying to guard us that if we've done something that might get us kicked out of the group. Now, the group can be the family, your neighborhood, a club you're in, a, a religious group, society in general. If we've done something bad, our behavior has been not conducive to the group rules, then I'm going to feel a sense of guilt that I've done something wrong. But shame is not that I've done something wrong. It's that I am wrong. I am bad. So the got similar, obviously, um, uh, issues with each other. Guilt is the behavior that I've done wrong, but shame is that it's me that's wrong. Now, in a positive sense, in an adaptive sense, these two emotions should help me sit down, slow down, stop what I'm doing and reconsider my behavior in order for me not to be alienated from the group that I'm in. That's adaptive emotional regulation. But it can generate that feeling of me being like a failure and feeling inadequate and a bit of a loser. And generally speaking, I'm feeling that I don't belong, right? So there's a horribleness to this shame. And the one thing that shame can do is it can erode our resilience. It can erode really important parts of our life. For instance, it erodes our sense of comfort in a relationship. If you've ever been in a relationship where you've been filled with shame, you know, it kind of closes that relationship down. It also closes down our sense of self-worth, right? We feel horrible. We feel 
you know, like we are worthless. And it also erodes our personal sense of comfort in our own skin. We just don't feel comfortable. We feel kind of alienated from ourselves. So, you know, this we have to think of something that we can do to be willing to go through this emotion. Now, shame takes root whenever we feel judged and criticised and rejected or we're put down, not only for what we do, but for who we are. And this becomes kind of ingrained in our identity. And we kind of latch on to this and we identify ourselves with somebody who's a rejected person, an unloved person. And that is when it can get really, really sticky. Because what does a human yearn? A human yearns to connect and to belong. And we all have a need. I have a need to be seen. I have a need to be heard and understood. And I have a need to, to feel wanted, to have that sense of, I have something to offer and I want to be wanted. And so when we don't get that feeling, we don't get that sensation, we don't get that experience in our life because we have this shame that we're bad people. So what's the antidote to this? Well, belonging is what keeps me regulated in my own social engagement system. What does that mean? It means that when I feel part of something, then my social system in my brain opens up and I want to be part of it and I want to contribute and I want to be social and I feel safe. When I feel that I belong to something, I feel safe. That's very important. That we move from that fear sense, that threat mode, to safe mode. But it all starts with me, really. I have to accept who I am. It has to be accepted, first of all, by me. I have to understand that whatever I have, that's what I have. I am who I am. And this is really important and very hard to do. That we have to sit down and say, look, this is what I've got. This is who I am. This is my history. This is my experiences. And you know what? I'm going to accept that. I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to see myself. I'm going to accept myself. And I'm even going to love myself. And this requires this kind of radical, this kind of full 360 degree acceptance of myself, no matter what. When I accept myself, I'll be less prone to the judgments of others. Yes, I want to fit in. Yes, I don't want to do anything wrong. So I will hold on to that by seeing myself, by accepting myself, by loving myself, by taking care of myself in order to contribute to the group, in order to contribute to society. It's not just for me, but it starts with me. 
And I want to be able to shift that relationship to myself so that I no longer have to identify and go into that shame. But rather I can go into that sense of self-acceptance. And that's, you know, an ongoing project. That's something that I've been doing for a long time now. And it doesn't go away completely. I cannot say that I accept myself completely. But as time goes on and that I work on this, it's more and more taking effect. And I'm not alone in this. It seems that around half the population of people have that sense of shame. And so what do we need to do? We need to reach down and connect with that place inside us, deep inside us, that we all have that's untouched by trauma and shame. I hope that made things a little bit clearer and we'll discover more of that in the few days coming. Thank you for listening and I hope this was useful for you. Dov Benyakov Kurtzman has embarked on a 12-week daily live challenge to disseminate a mixture of knowledge, combining his hand-picked golden nuggets from his personal library together with his decades of experience and learning. He is doing this as a committed action to service his values of contributing and helping others, using himself as the subject of this exercise. Despite his feelings of awkwardness, anxiousness and shame, which usually forms a barrier of uncomfortableness within, holding him back from accomplishing his goals. Dov Benyakov Kurtzman is an accomplished psychotherapist and clinical social worker with many years of learning and experience. And yet his self-disclosure of his vulnerability and openness is to demonstrate the human condition that we all experience from time to time. Disclaimer, the contents of this podcast, such as text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the podcast, are for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.